This is Servant Justice, hosted by Jet Kurzban, the only podcast servant to answer all your litigation needs. Join me every month to tackle hot topics and legal deficiencies in a no-holds-barred format. Hello, and welcome to my podcast, Servant Justice, with your host, Jed Kurzban. That's me. Round two title is Purpose of the Judiciary. And this is going to be an episode really discussing the purpose of our judiciary, what they're for, what we should expect from them, and what are some of the problems we face in our current judiciary. I want to start with the purpose of our judiciary. The purpose of our judiciary, which is our judicial system, our courts and our judges, is to protect the people from bad laws. The police protect us from bad acts. Congress is supposed to make laws to protect us from bad policies. But as we know, if you've listened to the first episode or round one, The legislature in our state of Florida and in our country is pretty terrible. They're just not doing their job of protecting us against profit-only seeking companies or insurance companies that put profits ahead of people, gun manufacturers that don't care how many thousands of people are killed as long as they don't have to be regulated, companies that like to pollute our oceans and our rivers and our lakes and make our water supply undrinkable. Airplane manufacturers that want to make unsafe planes to increase the profit margin. Hospitals that put profits first and people last. And since legislature's not doing their job, it's really up to the judiciary to protect us from bad laws. That's the purpose. Otherwise, why have a judiciary at all? The problem is, our judiciary, which used to be a bastion in the world of independence, of righteousness, of making sure right prevails over wrong, has been eroded over the last 20 years. And our judiciary has become politically motivated. Now that's a big statement, and it's pretty terrible that our judiciary is politically motivated. But all you need to do is look at the last several decisions by our courts where they've overturned the federal right to abortion. Whether you agree or don't agree with abortion, the courts are supposed to have what's called stare decisis. Stare decisis, simply put, means courts are supposed to respect the rule of law and not overturn them every time a new president or a new executive is in power. They're not supposed to flip-flop, right? They're not a Vegas betting house where you bet on the winner and hope the winner is going to change the laws for you. Money shouldn't determine the laws. The people should. But in our current judiciary, stare decisis is not being applied. We are not respecting any prior decisions. The courts have determined corporations 
can raise as many millions or billions of dollars they want under free speech so they can influence elections. Why would a corporation have a free speech? They're not a person. The new courts have determined you can gerrymander as much as you want. Why allow people in their neighborhood to elect laws for their neighborhood when you can simply adjust state and county lines and let a very small portion of people outweigh the decision-making power of a greater populace? It's a problem. Quite frankly, it's disgusting. And it's worse than disgusting because they're not doing their job of protecting the people from bad laws. The court recently overturned the Taft-Hartley Act of 1947, which stood for 80 years to protect unions and people. But now the courts have determined people and unions should have no right, only billionaires. When I say the judiciary is politically motivated, it's because judges want to ensure that they're reelected and the laws that are given to them are followed. The problem with that is good judges, no bad law should not be followed. Good judges will not allow bad law to continue to set precedent. And not every judge is politically motivated. Unfortunately, most are at this time. So the courts, which should be protecting us, are no longer protecting us from bad laws. Privacy rights are being eroded constantly. Gun safety is not being held up by the courts. Instead, billion-dollar lobbyists are determining what they think is gun safety, and the courts are simply going along with it as politically biased judges continuously fail to stop bad laws from being enforced. ERISA insurance, meaning health insurance, as it relates to private companies, are taking precedence over actually treating and helping people. Insurance companies don't have to allow you to take life-saving drugs if it costs too much money because profits matter more than people. The courts used to help stop this type of harm to the public. They allowed good trial lawyers to fight these bad laws. That is what's being eroded in our system. Employees who are hurt are no longer getting the protection they deserve from employers. The workman comp system, which used to protect employees, is now, by judicial demand and horrible laws, created to make sure employees get the least amount of compensation, no matter how bad the injury is. Legislatures have enforced caps on what can be recovered. Limitations. Think about that. If you're a trial lawyer and you can prove someone is injured, not through any fault of theirs, and you get a jury to determine that the defendants were so horribly negligent, so disgusting in their actions, that a jury is willing to give millions of dollars to compensate that victim, our legislature, which we know how disgusting they are, have determined you're not entitled to that money. 
They want to limit what you can recover. They want to limit what your attorney can recover. And the courts, which should say these laws are unreasonable and unconstitutional, now are upheld, upholding. These courts are now upholding these limitations. Can you imagine in any other field being told you're not allowed to earn money? Hello, stockbroker, you earn too much money. We're going to limit what you can recover. Hello, doctor, we don't think you deserve Mercedes. We're going to limit what you can recover. Hi, how are you? Nice to meet you, accountant. No, you're not allowed to recover that much money. I'm sorry, waiter or waitress. Your tips were too high. We're going to limit what you're allowed to recover. We don't think it's allowed that you live well or that you recover money or that you make a living. Horrible lobbying groups, which solely pay money to legislatures, are going to determine what you can or can't earn as a living if you're an attorney, as a way to limit lawsuits and recovery for people. How could the courts uphold this? It's disgusting. It's un-American. Voting rights are being taken away and stripped. Whatever side of the political aisle you are on, the right to vote is fundamental in America. And if a legislature so disgusting removes your rights to vote, how could a judiciary allow that? The sole purpose of the judiciary should be to stop horrible laws from being enacted. And they're failing in their duties to do this. Judiciary is supposed to be neutral. I will maintain... Throughout every podcast episode, I am not neutral. I am an advocate. I fight for my clients. I am not a neutral fact finder. The judge is supposed to be a neutral fact finder. But if the judge begins to advocate for a political party or a lobbying group or one side over the other, they've lost their rights as a judge to be a neutral fact finder because they're advocating. Judges have to rule. Judges have to make rulings on party behavior, on legislature, on laws. That's their job. Their job is not to take a political ideology like our current Supreme Court in America, which I will tell you is more than disgusting and dishonest, and I don't care how much they buzz me, Our current Supreme Court of America is so gross and disgusting that they'll allow their wives to lobby for one side and then not even recuse themselves, but will instead vote to make sure their wife's lobbying efforts are rewarded. How unneutral could you be? That's the problem with our current judiciary. The judiciary should be impartial and without prejudice. They don't have to like how someone acts or behaves, and they can censure or sanction that person. But what they can't do is say, I don't like a group of people based on their color, their look, or their religion, and uphold laws to discriminate. That is not the purpose of our judiciary. In most courtrooms all across America, if you walk into a courtroom, you will see it says above the judge, all who labor here shall seek truth and justice. 
and that is all any good lawyer wants. Truth and justice. The judge sits on a dais, meaning like a riser or a stand. He sits higher than everybody because he's the ultimate authority. Or she, she may sit on that dais. And whether it's a, a man or a woman, or in our current world, anything in between, that's okay if they're impartial. But they must be impartial. That's why they sit above us. But if they're going to get into the mud and take political ideology above their rulings of fairness, truth, justice, why have judges at all? Look, here's the truth of our system. Most judges come from the defense or insurance industry or as a prosecutor for the state because those are the people that can run for judge. I'm a plaintiff's lawyer, as I've told you. I can't run to be a judge or my law firm will go out of business while I'm trying to become a judge. So I can't afford to be a judge. But if I'm a law firm and I have a thousand lawyers and I represent banks and insurance companies and businesses, I can afford for one of my lawyers to run to be a judge. My firm will not go under. If I'm the state and I have state prosecutors, I could say, hey, we have lots of state prosecutors. Why don't you run for judge? We like how you think. So most of our judges come from these two areas, but those two areas rarely put people first. Those are two areas where people are very last on their thought process. And that's the problem with our current judiciary. People don't matter. When in truth, all that matters are people. That's why we founded this imperfect union that we continuously try to make more perfect. So people, as good or bad as people are, as perfect or imperfect as people are, people need to be protected from bullies. And right now our legislature are bullies. They're making bad laws because they know they can get away with it. Lawyers fight bullies. When Ford does something wrong, I sue Ford. I don't care that they're worth millions and billions. I'll fight them if I have an equal chance or a fair chance to win. Take away my fair chance. Like with insurance companies, when they say, I'm sorry, Jed, you can't sue this insurance company. They have federal protection. Well, then of course that insurance company is going to act disgusting. Of course they're going to put profits first because the government's protecting them. And the judges who should say, sorry, government, you don't get to protect these companies. It's not right for the people. They should be saying these laws are unconstitutional and they're not. And that's the problems we're facing. American jurisprudence is the best in the world. Our judicial system is the best in the world. Our jury trial system is the best in the world. But it is under attack. Just like our voting rights are under attack, just like our civil liberties are under attack, our rights of privacy are under attack. Hell, even our Congress is under attack. Our capital is under attack. We need help fighting this legislature that allows bad people to do bad things. Because the legislature only care about being reelected. And the best way to be reelected is to raise money. And the best source of raising money 
is going to huge corporations with tons of money to help you. And those huge corporations don't like people. They like profits. And that's why right now it's hard to say our judiciary is impartial. All you need to do is look at the highest court in our land. Can you imagine a Supreme Court saying, we don't care if there's been law for 70 years, we don't like it. We got a new president and we don't like it and we're going to undo all the laws. What if the new president decided, you know what, I don't think anyone should have freedom. I think everyone should be numbered on their arm with a tattoo. Well, this Supreme Court would say, sure, that's what they want. We don't care about the freedoms of Americans. Let's do what this guy wants. That's not how it's supposed to operate. Our judiciary is not supposed to be politically biased or politically motivated. They're supposed to be impartial and without prejudice. Let's talk about what I do. Right, I sue insurance companies and hospitals and doctors. Did you know, and most people don't know this, did you know if I sue someone for hurting my client, and I mean they hurt them, they even admit liability. They say, look, we put profits first and we hurt your client. And I win money or I settle my case. Do you know the first thing I have to do is pay back the insurance companies the money they paid for medical bills? Well, you may say, hey, you know, they paid medical bills. You got the money. Why not pay them back? I paid premiums all these years. How about you pay me back my premiums? If I pay premiums to let me have insurance and the insurance pays a claim and then I get money, I have to pay the insurance company back. I don't get my premiums back, but the insurance, they sure do get their money and they get it first. And if you don't pay them, they could take away your profits of your lawsuit. How despicable a law is that? We need to have a judiciary we can be proud of. Our judiciary must be neutral. Anyone reading news about federal judges or Supreme Court judges, and many state judges, to be honest, there seems to be a lack of trust in the neutrality of these judges. Whether that is warranted or not, I was taught as a young lawyer, even the appearance of impropriety is bad for our judiciary and our attorneys. So when Supreme Court Justice Thomas has his wife lobbying and he does not recuse himself from the very issue she lobbies, that goes far beyond the preponderance of doubt. That goes far beyond inclination of lack of neutrality. And that should not be allowed in our judiciary because it demeans the entire system. So, I love being challenged. Mostly because I'm not a neutral fact finder. I'm not a judge. So if you disagree with me, email me. You think I'm wrong? Tell me. If you're a judge and you listen to this podcast... Well, number one, that's just awesome. But if you think I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. Tell me why our Supreme Court can overturn all of our decisions that they don't like in a politically based way. Tell me why our courts are not saying, no, we will not overturn these laws that limit what you recover or limit what you can earn. 
it's disgusting that we don't have a judiciary we could be proud of because as Americans, it's one of the greatest tools in all the history of the world that we have an independent judiciary or are supposed to. If you're a lawyer and you tell me you think this isn't the right way it should be, I'd love to hear that too. I'm open for all discussion. I love guest speakers. All I have currently is a guest buzzer that buzzes me when she doesn't like what I like. And that's okay. I know people have different opinions. I know there's an opinion out there saying we don't want an independent judiciary. We want a dictatorship and an overlord. And that's why we stormed the Capitol. And I would tell you, I think those people are wrong. We don't want a dictator or an overlord. We're Americans. We have the right to disagree with each other and fight with each other. And that's a beautiful thing. We should not have legislatures making laws, hurting people, because the profits of the companies that pay for their re-election are more important. And I don't care if it's a car insurance, a health insurance, hospital insurance. I don't care if it's the scumbags that polluted our drinking water. Those low lowlifes should be held accountable. Not only should the companies be held accountable, the executives in charge should be held accountable. Take away their profits. Take away their pensions. Take away their homes. Make those people homeless so they got to drink the shitty, dirty water that they're giving the rest of us to drink. You pollute the ocean? Yeah, I take away everything you own. Go live in a raft in the ocean. Good luck drinking that shitty water that you're polluting. You don't have the right to be rich and pay for bad laws. And our judiciary is supposed to stop those people from letting that happen. So let's hope our judiciary comes to its senses and realizes Americans want a better independent judiciary like we had for hundreds of years. Let's hope we can get back to a place where Americans can fight with each other respectfully, disagree with each other honestly, and ultimately have a neutral fact finder or a judge determine who's right or wrong. Because having the judges we have, like in our Supreme Court of America, that are completely politically motivated and biased, make this no longer the United States of America. This is now paid and bought America. And that is not what any of us really want. So I hope you like round two. Round three will be coming up. Round three will be accountability of insurance companies. Let's hold those scumbags to the toll. Let's make sure they do what's right instead of what's profitable. Because profits are not bad. They're bad when profits take precedence over people. And I'll show you some cases where they've done that. And then you'll see cases where judges allowed them to do it, which really pisses me off. But I'm trying to be very nice and neutral on this podcast. I hate to be too much of an advocate. So let's hope in round three, I can control my emotions instead of telling you what scumbag insurance companies are and they're literally the galactic evil empire and we'll have Darth Vader music play behind me every time I say the word insurance companies. For now, again, email me, jed at kktplaw if you'd like to say something or get into the podcast. You want to have a say? Go for it. Email me. 
call me in my office. My website is kktplaw.com. I'm Jed Kurzban, the managing partner. You can find me easy enough to get a hold of me. But I think you'll find in the end, a lot of what I say has been proven time and again because we're facing a real problem right now in America. We're on a precipice. And if we allow our judiciary to be less independent than it already is, we're going to really face a problem. We need better judges that make better laws by striking down the bad laws and ultimately better politicians to make better laws because people should always come first. That's what makes America great. People, not profits. Thank you. Take care. God bless. And we'll talk soon. We need to have a judiciary we can be proud of. Our judiciary must be neutral. Anyone reading news about federal judges or Supreme Court judges, and many state judges, to be honest, there seems to be a lack of trust in the neutrality of these judges. Whether that is warranted or not, I was taught as a young lawyer, even the appearance of impropriety is bad for our judiciary and our attorneys. So when Supreme Court Justice Thomas has his wife lobbying and he does not recuse himself from the very issue she lobbies, that goes far beyond the preponderance of doubt. That goes far beyond inclination of lack of neutrality. And that should not be allowed in our judiciary because it demeans the entire system.